Hello, and welcome to the Legal Marketing 2.0 podcast. I am Guy Alvarez, your host, and on this show, we examine the latest trends in digital marketing and explain how they can help you to get more leads and acquire more clients. In today's episode, our guest is David Brown, former editor-in-chief at ALM and our very own chief content officer. And during this show, we're going to talk about awards. But before we jump into the episode, I want to ask you a question. Do you struggle with digital marketing and how to make it work for you and your law firm? If so, I want you to go to lawfirmmarketinghelp.com and sign up for a free digital audit. This audit will provide you with all the information you need to get your digital marketing to produce the results you want. All right, and now David, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Guy. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. So uh, you are the former editor-in-chief at ALM. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your, your career as a, uh, as a journalist and uh, you know, how you came up, uh, about uh, to help create some of these awards that law firms uh, compete for. Sure. Um- well, I spent uh, nearly, actually, 17 years at ALM uh, covering the law. I started there at The Recorder, which is the uh, uh, San Francisco-based publication, and moved around the country for, for, uh, for several years, spent time in Washington as an editor at Legal Times, what was then Legal Times, and then later as the editor of Legal Times and the National Law Journal. I was a top editor at the American Lawyer Magazine, and uh, eventually ascended all the way to the top of the organization as the uh, top editor, uh, managing all of the uh, editorial content for the legal side of of ALM. Uh, First off, I want to apologize sincerely for the pain I've caused marketing teams around the country uh, by having a hand in creating some of the awards (laughs) that... uh, that ALM uh, has done over the years. I know that uh, this is an area category that has exploded and that there are so many awards out there now and a lot of time is spent by, um, you know, law firms and their marketing teams in responding to these things. I have to say that earlier when we were at you know, ALM many years ago, creating some of these, that it wasn't quite that way. And uh, we were looking at uh, doing something a little different, frankly, to uh, recognize uh, good work. You know, there are a range of reasons, I think, that awards are created. And in some cases, you know, for some companies, it's a purely commercial matter. And you're trading on the, you know, maybe the egos of a particular set of lawyers or the perceived marketing needs of that group of folks. And in other cases, I think it's a real attempt to, you know, highlight and uncover good work and to objectively determine how that work occurred. And I know, you know, in several of the cases I've been involved with where words have been created, you know, we wanted to either highlight that good work or highlight a piece of history uh, for example, I helped create an awards program at Legal Times 
that were in Washington that was designed to highlight the most effective lawyers in Washington over the course of 30 years. That was part of a program that was, you know, it was the 30th anniversary of the publication. And we wanted to tell the history of the publication and also get everyone together for a, uh, for a party as well. And that was part and parcel of creating that event and also cre- telling the history of the uh, community over that 30-year period. Um, I think about something like the American Lawyers Litigation Department a year. That was a part of a quest by the editors and the writers at the time to highlight you know, the most important, I think, best argued litigation in the country. And the impetus for that award really came from the editorial folks. And as you know, someone who participated in the judging on that uh, a few times, you know, we wanted to find those cases that were uh, the best argued. You'd see these staggering award amounts or some other kind of you know, big victory. And you'd want to understand how that happened and help your audience understand how that happened. And in that case, I think the awards construct was designed to really help tell a story and provide examples for the audience of a benchmark, something to live up to. And personally, you know, I think that kind of attempt at an award makes for a better and more prestigious award. Sure. No, absolutely. So how many, how many of these awards were you actually uh, involved in creating? Oh gosh. Uh, It's hard for me to say at this point. I I had a hand in, uh, in, in several, I actually wrote along with one of the other very senior editors, the guidelines for the awards programs across the company um, and had a, a hand certainly in creating awards at every publication I was at over the years. So I, I couldn't tell you how many, but certainly uh, helped create several and also participated in ones that had been around for a while. Uh, for example, every four years or so, we did the 100 Most Influential Lawyers in America at the National Law Journal, and I participated in a and a couple of those, I certainly did American Lawyers Litigation Department of the Year, uh, sir, a lot of the regional uh, awards as well. I was there, it wasn't my idea, but I was there for the beginning of the uh, Global Legal Awards and uh, and helped uh, participate in that process as well. So uh, I've been on the ground for a lot of these, uh, a lot of these programs. Uh, that, that sounds great. So. You know, you mentioned, and I know working with some of our clients, that uh, marketing and, and communications professionals at law firms really become very stressed out uh, when it comes to award season. And uh, do, do you have any good stories, any, any funny stories you want to share uh, with some of these uh, marketing and communication professionals trying to get an edge while you were part of the, the judging, if you will? You know, the truth is, <laughs> funny, I'm not sure. I don't recall, to be honest, any examples of anyone, say, you know, colluding with the Russians to try to hack our programs or <laughs> try to bribe us with any, you know, sweet swag. I mean, that would have been nice, I think. Not that we would have accepted it, but please. You know. um, uh, more often, the frantic nature was pretty commonplace around things like deadlines. Uh, you know, like us, they would get really busy 
And these awards, since there are several of them, would come up on them and the deadlines would multiply and, you know, they would be the frantic nature of things would be around, can I get an extension? I do recall a few folks uh, who really wanted to call us and, and litigate the rules of a particular contest, you know, <laughs> to try to to try to push their firm or whomever they were representing, or maybe an individual lawyer, into an advantage. I, I would just say that that never works. If anything, it's a red flag and that that entry is going to start receiving greater scrutiny because what are you trying to do? Right. But, um, yeah. right, right, exactly. I, but I think the most uh, frantic people get is around deadlines and getting, getting it all, all done. And, you know, the truth is, I know that most awards coordinators, and certainly uh, folks at ALM, uh, when I worked there, have been through this so often that they build a little air into the system. Now, if I'm on the marketing side of that, I wouldn't push too hard, but I think there's often some give in the deadline. Sometimes there's a week kind of built in or two weeks. Uh, but a firm should ask first. That's a piece of advice. Don't assume that you'll get that extension because sometimes the publication is going through exactly what the law firm marketing department is going through. They've got a bunch of awards that they're trying to uh, push through the system. And if they don't hit certain deadlines, the entire system gets backed up and they've got publication, hard publication dates on their editorial calendars that they have to hit. And so uh, don't just assume that that's, that's there, but it often is. No, that, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think lawyers and, and law firms care so much uh, about these awards? And then second is, do you think clients even care about whether or not a lawyer gets an award or not? Right. So I know this is a particular bugaboo for you guys um, and that you've spoken about this. And I, I tend to agree with you. And I'll take the second uh, piece first that I, I don't think that there's a lot of objective evidence out there or any that awards directly influence client behavior. Um, certainly, GCs will say kind of gruffly when you talk to them about an award that they don't look at them. It doesn't matter. This is not how I'm going to choose counsel. And I believe them. That isn't how they're going to choose counsel. You know, then again, um, <laughs> I've never known a GC to turn down an award when they've won one. So, uh, you know, they pay a little attention to it, I think. Look, first of all, I think it's a nice thing to have when it comes to an award, especially if it's a very exclusive award. Uh, I'm gonna take a, a pretty prominent example. Example: Hillary Clinton kept the fact that she had been named one of the 100 most influential lawyers in America by the National Law Journal on her biography for the better part of two decades. I think she had it in her uh, 2008 run. I didn't see it in the 2016 run, maybe just because it had become so old at that point. But, you know, this is, one of the most famous people in the world. And you would think, well, here's this pretty, you know, narrow trade publication. And that, that award meant something. I think she won a couple of times and she kept it on her bio. And I think, you know, most of the people on that list in particular did this. So, you know, lawyers often don't get a lot of accolades for their work. If anything, they take a lot of heat. So having an independent body or a respected publication say, 
good job um, or you're part of an elite group of people, uh, I think that can be an inspiring thing for them. You know, I, I also think that having an award, you know, highlights something positive about the firm. And for marketing professionals, that can be used to create a program. I think there's a potential morale benefit for people at the firm that I wouldn't discount. I've been to a good number of award ceremonies over the years, and there's a lot of good feeling among the people when they receive that recognition. They also, during some of these dinners and such, you know, do a lot of networking, and there's a lot of career building that goes on behind the scenes. Um, heck, I, you know, I've won awards because journalism is rife with them, and it it always felt good. And look, sometimes I'd get a call or two after the award ceremony from editors who saw me uh, pick up trophies and uh, ask me about my career and uh, you know plans, what I'd like to do in the future. And I think from that kind of career and recruiting perspective, uh, it's important. And, you know, if your firm has been named the best at something, I do think that can influence how potential recruits or lateral partners, you know, particularly view your enterprise. And that's, you know, it's sort of the, where the influence on clients can occur. Because, you know, if you have a lateral who sees, you know, as part of their evaluation process of the firm, that it was the litigation department of the year or that it had been named to, you know, uh, a best list by Chambers or, or one of the other uh, programs, then uh, I think that can influence how, uh, how they view it and they're going to bring a book of business with them. So in a sort of secondhand way, that's how I think uh, awards can influence how clients uh, interact with a particular firm. Uh, those are really good points, and you know I, I agree with you. I, I think there it, there is uh, value there. Um, I do tend to think a lot of it is ego driven as well. But you know, you, you, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, I, I don't think that that you can discount that, and I think a lot of uh, uh, a lot of folks play upon that when they when they create awards. Sure. So, so, which leads me to to my next question: and, and Are are all awards created equal? Uh, you know, are are all justice worthy, or, or are there some that stand out? Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I, I don't know that I want to get into uh, naming naming names, uh, uh, disparaging certain programs here, uh, but I don't believe that all are created equal. I think that um, all of them all of them, even the best ones, have their commercial aspects, whether it's a dinner or reprints or, and the like. But some, you know, and, but some, I think, are really designed to sell the firm a badge on a website or a seat at a table at an event. And I think you can tell those when you're in a marketing program or um, you're a lawyer at a firm by the vetting process. You know, if they're not asking you deep enough questions, if they're not, you know, really trying to reveal exceptional work, if it's sort of a fill out a form and send it in kind of thing, and then I don't think you're really telling the story of your firm or of an, indiv- of an individual lawyer. And I don't know that those are as worthwhile as the ones that are aimed at really revealing exceptional work or that help your firm 
uh, tell its story. And, you know, I, or that use deep peer review to highlight your, your strengths. Uh, you know, I think when you're using those kinds of methods, when you're having, you know, if it's an editorial uh, based award by a publication, when the reporters are calling you and asking you for more details and you're, you know, frankly, you're put through the ringer a little bit to get the information. I think those awards are, are, are better for your firm. And to have sort of the array of badges where there's sort of one you know is, well, kind of the, uh, I don't know, the one that doesn't really do its homework, it can kind of cheapen the value of the other one. So I guess I'm arguing here for a little bit of selectivity on the part of uh, the marketing teams about where they're going to invest their resources. Um, you know, just because four law firms put out a press release saying they've been named to X list uh, doesn't mean that that award is really valuable. Um, you know, and I, I would I would really argue that the firm evaluate based upon uh, the criteria that's being sought by the by the publication or by the uh, uh, group that's uh, putting together the award. No, that 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 makes perfect sense to me, and uh, I think you're. You're 100 percent right. Not not all awards are created equal, and the, the the more that they ask for, probably means that it's it's more of a prestigious award and a, and a real award. Um, right. So, I mean, I know from the sorry to interrupt you, but I know from like uh, the American Lawyer Litigation Department of the Year. I'm not trying to endorse it since I don't work there anymore, but I do know that that is a program where you know they ask for a lot, but. And firms really do take it seriously and respond with an enormous amount of information to help the editors uh, put together that award. And they've, you know, they sit down with law firms and interview them, have them come in, uh, really vet the vet the material so that they make the right choice. And and sometimes get into arguments and really, uh, you know, there's. There's a lot of um, uh, due diligence that's going into that that process, and that's I think what why that award matters and why you see a major law firm, you know, I think Gibson Dunn won the last time. A major firm like Gibson Dunn really go into town to try to win that award, and uh, uh, there's there's a reason for that, and uh, I'm you know. If you're going to go for an award, I think that's the kind you want to go for. That makes perfect sense. So um, do you have any tips that you can share with our audience, with, with um, legal marketers and, and uh, marketing communications professionals, what, uh, uh, what they should be thinking about when submitting for an award? Well, I'm going to give you two things that are going to sound kind of basic and very simple, but I think are are sometimes lost in the shuffle a little bit and are very, very important. First of all, follow the rules. Generally, the rules are posted on the websites of whatever group is handing out the awards. And while certain things may seem kind of arbitrary, they're there for a purpose. Um, for instance, if you're asked to submit something in a particular fashion, um, you know, using a Microsoft Word file or a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. If you don't do that, 
you can really muck up the works internally for the, you know, in my case, the publication that was putting together the awards. What they're trying to do is if you've got 50 law firms or 100 law firms that are submitting for an award and you're getting all this huge amount of information, you know, someone will have to do the work of moving that information into a proper format. And I have to say, it doesn't make them feel all warm and fuzzy toward you and your firm uh, in the awards process if you aren't following those sort of basic rules. Um, <laughs> some contests like ask you to, you know, tell us about your big wins, but also tell us about your loss. And, I, you know, a lot of firms sort of blanch at that question. Oh, I, you know, and try to and try to game it a little bit. I would just advise them to to fess up and say it was this case, and you know, you don't have to skewer your partners or or folks. But oftentimes, with a publication-based award, they're going to know anyway because they <laughs> because they've reported on it. Or because um, you know it's been you know in in other uh, other media, so you're not really uh, you know cloaking anything that that has happened, and it's all it's rarely asked to be snarky. It's there to highlight how the firm handled that situation. So it, it can actually accrue to your benefit if it looks like how you handled that loss or how you went into a case where you lost uh, on a litigation, um, in a litigation context can really actually highlight the strength of the firm because, you know, we did everything we could here and it went this way for this reason. Um, the other thing I would say, and, and this is probably the most important of all is for those of words that require a good deal of writing and many of them do, you need to make sure that writing is compelling and clear. I think you can really lose the award if you send in entries that don't properly shine a light on the reasons that you should win that don't make the argument for why, for why you should win and that don't seem to adhere to the, the questions that are being asked by the uh, organization that is presenting the award. That writing is very important. You have to understand that in many of these organizations, while uh, a number of people have received legal training or have been around uh, covering the law for many years, uh, they still want to get uh, awards information in that is clear, sharp, tells them a story that helps them make a decision quickly. Uh, if they have to plod through something to try to extract the meaning, then it's going to be very difficult for them to focus on that entry as a, uh, as a winner, I think. So, and, and I've certainly been through this experience where presentation really does matter. And, um, you know, I think law firms would be, uh, well, well advised to to make sure that the writing on their awards uh, entries are uh, are clear, sharp, and uh, follow follow the rules. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think that's great advice. So follow the rules and then make sure your writing is, is good and, and, and succinct. Um, and, you know, obviously a lot of firms struggle with, with not so much following the rules, but the, the writing piece of it and, and how to actually, you know, uh, polish their, their submissions so that they, they get the best possible chance to succeed in, in, when, when, the, uh, when they're being considered. Um, so, you know, that is a part of the reason why, why we created uh, the Legal Writers Bureau. Um, maybe talk a little bit about uh, the Legal Writers Bureau and uh, the work that you and your colleagues are doing uh, around awards and some of the things that we can do to help uh, law firm uh, professionals who are struggling with their awards or, or need some help? Well, I would say the Legal Writers Bureau is formed to help law firms better tell their stories with people who have a lot of experience uh, working in legal media, who have been close to a number of uh, uh, these awards programs, certainly, as I indicated earlier, I've been doing this for a, for a long time and have uh, a lot of uh, uh, experience in that in that realm. And my colleagues do as well. Our, our goal for awards, for clients who are looking for help on their awards is to really help them win and to help them make their case, to make the argument. And, you know, we provide not only writing help, we can certainly do that, but we also consult with them about how they can position their awards. We can help them determine which, you know, which cases, what material would appeal and uh, that might be best to send to a particular uh, awards program. you know, I, I think that having people who understand how these things work and how an editor or writer will react to receiving that material can give you an, an important advantage in your uh, in your efforts. Uh, that's that's great, and I, I I agree. I think it's an invaluable service uh, that a lot of law firms uh, could use uh, to help them to succeed. So uh, the Legal Writers Bureau. If uh, any of our listeners are listening, you can get to it. Uh, just go to legalwritersbureau.com, um, and uh, you can find more information about the, the services that that we provide. Um, and, uh, if you want to reach out to David, David is, uh, David at good to be social.com. Uh, he can certainly talk, uh, with you about, uh, some of the services that we provide and, and how we might be able to help you. Uh, David, I really appreciate your time today. And I know you're crazy busy. Uh, just, uh, maybe, is there anything else that, uh, that we didn't talk about that you would want to share with the audience? Uh, anything uh, at all that comes up? Uh, no, I would just apologize once again for creating so many of these awards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Well, thank you very much, David. Uh, really appreciate it. And again, uh, for those of you uh, that are listening, make sure you go to our website, goodtobesocial.com, uh, and subscribe to this podcast, Legal Marketing 2.0, so you don't miss it. And uh, again, if you need help with awards or thought leadership uh, writing or anything at all, 
um, go to legalwritersbureau.com uh, and uh, and send in a, an, an application. Uh, all right. Thank you very much. And uh, until next time.